Hello, and welcome to episode seven of Holzer Talk. I'm your host, Sarah Lowry, and today we talk to Jessica Hale, who is another training and organizational development specialist. And Jessica talks about her long career here at Holzer. She talks about the projects that she's worked on and the certifications that she has. And um, she talks about how she became a training and organizational development specialist. So I really hope you enjoy hearing Jessica's story. Today we have a training and organizational development specialist, Jessica Hale. Hi, Jessica. Hello, Sarah. How are you? Great. Good. So Jessica just celebrated 20 years of service with Holzer. So Jess, where did that all start 20 years ago? Um, So I started um, working at Holzer in the lab. Okay. Um, I was there for probably, I would say, a total of about five years in the lab. Okay. And were you a phlebotomist? A um, phlebotomist. Okay. So what happened after the lab? Where did uh, you go? Um, then I went into nursing. Oh, okay. Um, and then I started working internal medicine. Okay. And then from internal medicine, is that how you ended up in the training department? Um, I actually was in neurology for several years, um, about seven to eight years, and then I came to our training department. Okay, so what made you make the switch from a more clinical nursing career to what you do now? I was always interested um, in training. Um, I enjoyed helping new employees on board in our departments, um, teaching them um, different areas such as maybe nursing skills um, or even just technical skills. Oh, okay. So what are some of the things that you train now? Um, some of the things that I have currently been training, of course, are nursing staff and providers, um, but I um, also have my EQI um, certificate. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, so just emotional intelligence um also i've been working on a disc program um and then a couple classes that we are able to offer at pickaway ross um so disc being one of them um and just helping me grow okay so Mm -hmm. for people that don't know because we've talked we've talked to sarah and uh sarah has talked to the other sarah (laughs) about emotional intelligence coaching Um, DISC is something we haven't talked about necessarily here. So what is DISC? Um, DISC is just um, your behavior, your personal behavior, um, how you communicate with individuals. So um, DISC, what it does is it'll take those behaviors, where are you the strongest? So D is dominant, um, and then your I is enthusiasm, um, so on and so forth. Um, And it just gives you the tools you need to work with others, um, things that you may be too pushy about or not pushy enough um, to communicate with one another. It also helps you kind of people read. Um, So if you maybe notice that you have issues maybe working with that one coworker, you just cannot communicate with them, um, it's a way that you can just step back maybe evaluate how can I communicate with this person and perhaps even figure out what their style or their behavior is um, in the workplace. And that's so important when we talk about team building. Um, 
in a dynamic and work drama and all that that kind of comes into being in a department um knowing how you how you think and how may someone else might perceive you um has to be a really valuable tool when we're helping and coaching um other departments but right now you're our only disc trainer correct right um, we also have another um, co-worker who is going to be certified in DISC. So mm-hmm. we're hoping to expand out into the community. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So when you're developing, because we, you know, especially with COVID, we, I know we branched out a lot and we were training differently than I think any of us had ever trained before. But what is something that when you're creating a training, whether it's a DISC class or in a nursing uh, setting, what is something that your all of your trainings have in common? What's the one like signature Jessica Hale training has? Um, I would say that communication, of course, but I also like to bring a little bit of humor, mm-hmm. make everyone feel comfortable, um, just in that training or um, any session that we may have in coaching. Yeah. So, what do you think that's important to have? humor in um, your training I think it calms myself of course um, right. it calms my nerves a little um, and then I think it also opens that person up to maybe ask questions um, or um, maybe um, help me um, develop other ways of training so I think that it just brings that comfortable that comfort level yeah, and I have to agree. I I feel like the room kind of settles if you can make make them laugh a little bit. And some of the stuff not necessarily I'm responsible for, but you having a clinical background is responsible for. I think sometimes it it almost feels robotic if you don't have something in there to lighten the mood. I mean, I remember when we were PPE training, um, and that's something that I don't have a whole lot of experience with, but you do. So getting that group together, and I think it also builds a little bit of trust. Do you, do you agree? Do you think that? Yes. Um, sometimes I feel like if you don't have that humor, that laughter, um, maybe people aspect, you take that away, and people may be less likely to open up to talk to you, um, to participate. Participation, I think, if it's stuffy um, in any kind of training, or development um, session if it's stuffy everyone's just going to sit there watch their watch and not be engaged so I think humor um, is just one way to break the ice okay so we're gonna change tracks just a little bit so you've kind of been in this department long enough where you've seen kind of a transformation it's not I didn't I kind of came in when the changes already happened but for you You've seen this department from more of like a training aspect to where it is now where we've got a lot more organizational development. So what do you think that when people, when you tell people what you do, what's the biggest misconception they have about your job? Um, So probably the biggest misconception is that we just provide training. Um, Training in the aspect of CPR. Um, or even just EMR training. Right. Um, we have grown in our department. I've grown as an individual um, in Holzer, or I feel like I have. 
Um, and so once I'm able to communicate with others, some of the different things that we do in our department and the things that we're responsible for, I think they sit back and they're kind of in awe that they had no idea. We even offered certain things, um, certain teachings or coachings um, or trainings just in, in general. Um, so nonviolent crisis intervention, um, that's one thing I feel like as our organization, unless they use it, they have no idea that we offer that. Yeah, and I think, you know, they have a different badge color and you have, you're wearing yours right now um, that just has the year. So I think you probably get a lot of questions of what does that mean? Yes. Um, because it's not a necessarily like you said unless you use it you know what it means correct um just last week i had a um employee ask me what does that mean and so i had to um tell them that it was nonviolent crisis intervention um and that's what we train um for our psych um employees um as well as our security employees yeah and that's a very hands-on class too. I, I've seen you guys train. I'm not a I'm not an instructor, but there are several of you guys that are, and that is a very, very physical. Yeah, class. yeah. And you would yes. think for a title called nonviolent crisis, and then you watch the hands-on portion of that class, you're like, of course it's not violent, but <laughs> it is very hands-on. It is. Um, yes. Yeah. Because you're trying to keep yourself and the patient safe. Sure. Sure. Um, so what's your favorite thing that you train right now? The favorite thing I train, I would say that recently obtaining my DISC certification, um, I'm building that training. So I, that's probably the thing I'm most excited about now. Um, I am new at the nonviolent crisis, um, haven't actually trained part of the class myself, so that's probably the runner-up. Oh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> so what is it about the DISC class? When you train your DISC class, I guess I should ask, do you ever run into people that are completely shocked by their results? Or y- yes. Um, recently, in our department, um, we had a few, I think, who were shocked that that was their disc style or their personal style of communication. I was shocked, um, to say the least, um, that I I received the style that I did. Um, I thought maybe I was more laid back than what I um, scored. So um, I've been learning, teaching myself how to communicate better less interruptions when people are speaking to me or asking questions. Cool. So what is your style? Um, it is a DI. Okay. So it's um, dominant. So it's dominant and it is also um, enthusiasm. Okay. So just a combination of both. So I think that's kind of where that humor comes in, um, in the enthusiasm. Well, people are probably a little thrown by the word dominant. Um, it's such kind of an aggressive word, It is, um, but it's not necessarily an aggressive personality style. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And so once you dive deeper and you're like, oh, well, that doesn't mean that I'm mean or I'm abrupt. Right. Right. Um, there's other, there's other things there. So it's a good training. Um, I encourage anyone if they're interested to maybe, um, maybe go 
onto the internet, um, explore a little, and then right. you can always approach our training and organizational development team um, about how to obtain. Right, because we don't just train internally. Mm -hmm. So, you know, organizations outside of Holzer can absolutely benefit from our certifications for sure. Yes. And if you do have a department that is kind of struggling with maybe conflicting personalities, um, the DISC class, I've been through it, you put us through it, mm -hmm. and it's incredibly eye-opening. Um, I wasn't necessarily shocked by my results, uh, but I uh, definitely learned something about myself mm -hmm. through that assessment, for sure. And especially when you approach it as a team, mm -hmm. um, you're able to kind of get insight of what makes me tick mm -hmm. or what turns me off mm -hmm. um, and causes me to shut down in communication. So I think it's always good. It's a good tool to have, especially if you're working with a team who you just don't know how to communicate with them. Or just that one person you just keep hitting roadblocks. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's all I had. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today in our podcast. And uh, like she said, if you have any questions about DISC certification or any other external trainings we offer, that's on our new HLLI.org. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.